Food, eating, dieting, these are all really tricky topics for me, for many of my clients who are young women. And so I hope to have a really real and honest conversation about this loaded subject. I think one of the reasons why it's so complicated is because eating is one of our basic needs. We have to eat in order to survive. And almost as soon as we have a need, we also have an associated fear that that need won't be met. So then in order to manage our self-doubt or our lack of trust in ourselves, other people, or the world to get those needs met, we begin to control. And that's where your Enneagram type strategy shows up. Welcome to Love Liz, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to be yourself, find true love, and live your purpose. This is for all of you seekers with deep desires who are struggling with your own self-worth and figuring out how to make your dreams come true. I'm your host, Liz Newcomer, actor turned Enneagram coach, human design practitioner, wife, and mama. I believe that who you are is enough to create the life and love you desire. Listen to find out why. This episode is about my relationship with food and how I use the Enneagram to understand my habitual patterns and develop a more compassionate and holistic approach when it comes to eating. I was relatively lucky to not have a super complicated relationship with food as a teenager. It wasn't until my freshman year of college when I gained 20 pounds in one year that things started to change for me. And I bring it all back to this moment when I was with my high school friends. We went to this restaurant called Giacomo's in New Orleans, very typical New Orleans restaurant where the food is really heavy and indulgent. It's delicious. You start off with a jalapeno cornbread muffin, a spinach salad with shaved red onion, fried oysters, and this buttermilk dressing. Then you order some sort of protein like fried chicken or smothered fish and some more sides. And I still remember being at that dinner with my friends and we were all indulging. And there was a moment where my body felt full, but then I just kept eating. And all of a sudden it became more than just feeding a physical hunger and it was about fulfilling an emotional need. And the reason that I did it was because I wanted to be in the same place as all of my friends, physically on the same page. And I know it doesn't make a lot of sense logically, but there's something when it comes to food where I feel like there has to be a matching energetically, whether it's in the pace of how fast we eat, the quantity, how much we eat, what we eat, Everything shifted after that. It was like I had gone past the point of no return and I couldn't find my way back to my own center, to that uncomplicated relationship with food where you eat when you're hungry and you stop when you're full. So then that informed how I navigated eating at NYU as a freshman and I was dealing with all sorts of other self-worth issues, really losing my identity, not feeling like myself, not feeling good enough. My friend Simone's dad 
had come like fresh off the boat from Napoli and he had a bunch of Italian restaurants in New York. And we used to go to Pane e Chocolato and we would have pasta and bread and the chocolate bunt cake. And so I was eating that for my college meals. I was also drinking alcohol, all the typical things that come with gaining weight. And then when I came back to New Orleans, I remember I had gone to a church service. I grew up Presbyterian and went back to my church. And this mother of a kid in my class, I overheard her say, I didn't even recognize Liz. Like I had gained so much weight that I didn't quite look like myself. And then from that moment on, I pretty much had this complicated relationship with food. And a lot of it had to do with other people. When I was in college, I had a close friend who had her own tricky relationship with food. And so we commiserated over hating our bodies and feeling bad about ourselves and being jealous of the girls who were skinny. And there was a part of me that played into that whole narrative because I was worried that if I didn't have those same issues that she had then we wouldn't be as good of friends. Fast forward to when I was working with my first therapist in grad school, and we started looking at codependency and how these behaviors were showing up in my relationships and with food. I really lost a sense of self, like where my boundaries were. And I wasn't even being present with the food. I was like, my attention would go up and out onto the other person. And then I would compare what they were eating with what I was eating. I mean, this even happened to me like last week. I went to get coffee with one of my friends who has this beautiful thin body and she ordered a bagel with cream cheese. And I was like, oh man, like I wish I could eat a bagel with cream cheese and be that skinny. I'm by no means healed. <laughs> At the same time, I'm still wanting to have this conversation because I think it's really important that we talk about it. So my therapist, as I was working on boundaries and working on connection and codependency, she was helping me dig to what's, what's underneath that? What's at the bottom of that? Why do you do that behavior? Why do you abandon yourself or focus on what the other person's eating and then you try to match them? It's about connection and this fear of disconnection. Now to weave the Enneagram in as a type four, the original wound is this disconnection from source. And then the pattern that develops is this consistent self-abandonment, this belief or feeling like something is missing. There's a hole that needs to be filled, the longing, and I'm going to continue to chase whatever might fill that hole. So it's that desire to come back to source. The attempt is misguided. Because for all fours, myself included, connection has to start within, the source within, connecting to myself, staying with myself, not abandoning who I am. The image that always comes to mind is that early scene on in Peter Pan when he's trying to sew his shadow back on. And there's that, that like restitching the shadow back to the self, incorporating, integrating, being whole. That's what the journey feels like to me as a four, that the path that I am working to carve out is one of reintegration with myself instead of abandoning myself. 
coming home to myself. When my husband and I were at the beginning of our relationship and we were dating and we were long distance. So most of our connection happened over the phone or on Skype at the time. And we would talk. And at one point we were talking about meat and I was at home in New Orleans and I was talking about some food I had. And he said, oh, well, I'm a vegetarian. My heart sunk and I was crushed. I was like, oh no, this is not going to work out. He said, what do you mean? (laughs) I'm like, I can't be in a relationship with a vegetarian. And he said, why not? And I said, because we'll never be able to experience enjoying the same food together. Like we'll always have to order different things and I'll be on one page and you'll be on another page. And that's just not going to work. And then he made this point, which I thought was so astute. He said, you can never know how I'm experiencing a food. Even if we ate the same thing, you have no way of knowing how I enjoy a burger is different from how you enjoy a burger. And my mind was blown. I was like, whoa, that is so true. So all this, all this time, all these years where I believed I have to match someone externally in order for us to be connected so that we have the same experience, we were never having the same experience necessarily. Even this past summer, I was with, I was at a family reunion in Northern Louisiana with my siblings. And there was a great pool at this resort. And we were all really excited to be together, the siblings and all of our children, all the cousins. And since it was vacation, we were sitting outside by the pool. And then we ordered drinks, cocktails in the middle of the day. I don't like to day drink because it just, it's so fun in its idea, but in actuality, it is not fun. It just makes you tired and sluggish and not present. And then you want to pass out at 7 p.m. I know this about myself. But in that moment, I was like, oh, we'll be connected. It'll be so much fun. And, you know, so I order this old fashioned, which they made it in one of those big white styrofoam cups. It must have been a triple old fashioned. Who even knows? And then I proceeded to order whatever other people were ordering. So burgers and fries, but then it didn't stop. It was like, I, I wanted more food because I wasn't connected to any sort of hunger button inside of me. The void or the desire that I was feeling was emotional and it was a disconnection from myself. And so because I was disconnected from myself, I ended up feeling disconnected from my family And I got home after that trip and I had gained a few pounds and then I started to beat myself up about it. And then the cycle just gets worse. Can you relate to any of this? Isn't it so crazy? I've been on many different diets throughout the years. I did the master cleanse back in 2003 or 2004 and I lost all this water weight and I felt so good about myself. And if I had to summarize my my eating, it would probably be this binge restrict cycle where I'll be really good at cutting back on food and then I'll overeat and then I'll cut back on food. And I've done the South Beach diet, the Ducan diet, Octavia, gluten-free, paleo, all of the things. And so now to show you how I think about this in terms of the Enneagram, it comes back to that trust and control. 
there is a part of me that doubts that I am lovable and that I can have a connection, that I am worthy of the connection that I desire. And so I try to control that connection in all of the different ways that I've just laid out and described. And those attempts at controlling erode my self-trust and erode my self-worth because I'm abandoning myself and I'm not respecting my body and my boundaries. And then the vicious cycle continues. And so the journey is about trust. If I trusted that I was worthy of the connection and love that I desire, what would I do differently? Then I would be okay with being on a different page because I would know that that didn't mean that we weren't connected. I would know that the most important thing is for me not to abandon myself and that that will give me the best chance at having the love that I want instead of the other way around. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface on this subject and hopefully there was something in this episode that resonated with you or maybe it just helped you have a little more grace and compassion as you examine your own relationship with food. Again, I think it's so tricky. It's really hard for us to get our needs met. And a lot of times we have these subconscious needs and we try to control getting them met in other ways through other means. It's about trying to be really honest with the quote unquote unhealthy patterns and how can I integrate whatever those shadow parts are so that I don't have to fall victim to them or that they don't have to manifest in negative behaviors or outcomes. Next week, I'm going to be diving into each of the Enneagram types and how their patterns show up in their relationship with food and getting their needs met. So please tune in if you are not an Enneagram 4 and you're curious to figure out maybe how your Enneagram type is at play. Until next time, love, Liz. you're ready to discover your true self and break free from those automatic patterns that may be holding you back, I invite you to take the next step and book a Discovering You Enneagram typing session on my website, elizabethnewcomer.com. This session will be your guiding light on the path to authenticity, alignment, and fulfillment. And if you're enjoying this podcast and find it inspiring, please consider leaving a five-star review. Your feedback is encouraging and helps our message reach more people who could benefit from this transformative journey. Thank you so much for being a part of this community.